Jessica Paxton here, host of All Wheel Drive, weekdays 3 until 7 p.m. on 95 The One, featuring an eclectic mix of great music, live in-studio performances, and keeping you posted about cool gigs around town. Don't miss All Wheel Drive on 95.1 The One. Enjoy weekends with Wendy, Saturday and Sunday mornings here on The One. Joining us now in our studio is uh, Rice County Sheriff Troy Dunn. Good morning, Sheriff. Morning, Jeff. How I, are you? I'm doing great. Good. It seems like spring out there. It's kind of cool out there today, but pretty soon it's going to look like that and uh, be about 40 degrees warmer. Yes. It's quite the change there from Monday to Tuesday when it went from <laughs> 67 to 37, and then this morning, 21, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I, uh, I put my winter jacket away, and I'm like, maybe that was a little too early. But <laughs> Well, yeah, the point, I guess, we we're making is that spring is here and that brings yeah. around you know a whole different i guess set of challenges with it you know mm-hmm. just the total different totally different scenario you got to start worrying worrying about uh, different things and yeah you know i'm looking out there things aren't haven't quite greened up yet at least not in some of the rural areas um but uh you, we haven't had a whole lot of rain either there no. might be uh we might be looking at some fire danger. Is that the yeah, case? Yeah, or? absolutely. So, you know, especially the last few days with this uh, high winds and people are doing their spring cleanups and, you know, there's still a little moisture in in the ground, but the top stuff, that a lot of that grass um, for, that sat there dormant all year, uh, especially in the rural areas, is very dry. So mm-hmm. that'll burn like crazy across the top and, and can spread quite quickly. So... Um, you know, we're back to having to get the permits again. And uh, I just wanted to remind everybody to get their uh, burning permits from um, their fire wardens, whether it be in the townships or the fire department. And um, we also issue at the sheriff's office an emergency basis, and you can also get them through the DNR. And the nice thing about them, Jeff, is they're free. Mm-hmm. They're good for a year. And all they have to do is when they're going to burn, they call the 1-800 number on their permit, they activate it, and by when they do that, it'll tell them if there's a burning ban on. Mm-hmm. So like today, if we had a red flag warning on and say burning is not allowed, then they know, oh, hey, all right, I won't burn. Because if they don't have one of those or they burn when there's a burning restriction on, they can face a misdemeanor mm-hmm. uh, offense, which is about a $250 fine. Ooh, yeah, not small potatoes. No. I'm looking at uh, uh, Sheriff Dunn brought in one of the uh, permits. Uh, and to fill this up, boy, this this is not difficult to fill out at no, all. It's, no, and, it, and Totally unlike the uh, state's uh, COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine rollout. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did this in 2008. They were a little, little leaner back then. <laughs> Let's be quiet. I don't want to change it. <laughs> no. So this, and yeah, this is this is just really uh, makes makes a lot of sense. And the thing is, too, they can um, they can do it online um, if they don't want to, you know, go out to their. Um, if they want to go directly through the DNR, they can do it that way too. But so uh, we otherwise we still have the books. We get them out to the townships and the fire wardens every year, and and uh, they'll again. It's good for a year, and. Um, Remember, um, when you're burning stuff, it, it, you're not supposed to burn your garbage. It has to be brush. It can't be petroleum-based things. You can't burn tire shingles, all those other things, and you can face uh, fines for those as well. So um, let's be good to the environment, and let's do it safely because we don't want to lose control. And I know in the last week there's probably been a, 
least a half dozen grass fires throughout the county. Um, Lonsdale, Northfield, mm-hmm. Faribault responding to Morristown. Yeah, you know, if you look at, uh, we did not have a overabundance of precipitation no. snow this year. Last uh, last uh, fall was fairly dry as well. So yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. there's some tinder out there. Uh, side note, uh, this is actually a totally different tangent. <laughs> you know, it's been a couple of weeks since I've kind of been out and about on, mm-hmm. in the rural areas. Has the ice fallen yet? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, yeah, so the lakes are open and uh, it's... Uh, water is very cold and so if you're going to venture out there <laughs> there's a nice cube and, city and at the do a little it, yeah. uh get your boat running and and do a little fishing make sure that you have your pfds on and that you're ready have a good charged cell phone so that mm-hmm. if you do have a breakdown you can call um yep we're gonna be transitioning from our snowmobiles and our uh, winter gator into the boats now and mm-hmm. and uh, get make sure that's all running so and actually this weekend um we'll be doing our interviews for our summer um seasonal part-time help for uh water patrol mm-hmm. so and we usually have four um water patrol deputies that work for us for the over the summer you're usually uh, college students going into law enforcement and uh or dnr related stuff mm-hmm. and it, it's just a great way with uh, 23 lakes in our county and and then the rivers um that's the other thing um you know years ago we'd maybe have one or two incidents on the river and you know the last couple of years more people getting out and about canoeing kayaking it seems like kayaking has really become popular mm-hmm. and um you know if you're not familiar with it and you you get caught up in some downfall and trees and next thing you know you're stuck under a log and it's not a good thing so um so we have you know a special boat for that and all right um, so uh, we don't need it. Once again, another tangent that I'm going to take you on. Um, yeah, I was out riding my motorcycle on some okay. of the uh, rural roads, you know, yeah. the the unpaved roads and yeah. such. Uh, I see a lot uh, more side by sides and, uh, mm-hmm. and and those type of vehicles that are out and about. Yeah. I mean, a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you you've probably seen it? You've noticed you it? Is have there been incidents involved with that? You know, we've we've been pretty lucky as far as incidents. We've gotten a few calls because people don't know what you know the rules are, and you, you can't drive those side by sides on state roads, but county roads, township roads, as long as it's. Um, meets the, the uh, registration requirements and you've got a valid driver's license you can drive it on the county road and the township road um, if you're driving it at night it has to have headlights and uh, all that stuff so um, and and you know be careful especially now with the um, ditches are really muddy we don't want to tear up the ditches and don't go on to private property and um, damage other people's property you know we get a few calls of that every summer too where people just venture out on their own like oh, i want to go across that field and then they kind of tear up the alfalfa and whatever else they're going out there yeah that's no good uh let's talk about spring cleaning you know mm-hmm. which is uh we talked a little bit before we went on the air about this it's not a big deal everybody loves to do the spring cleaning but mm-hmm. you see cars that are heading to the dump or somewhere that, oh. trucks that have stuff flying off the back and everything yeah. else Oh, it's something else. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, geez, it looks like my I lost half my load between here and home, and I wonder where that went. And, you know, a lot of times it might just roll into the ditch or off on the shoulder, but, you know, we've had incidents where the items fly up and hit other vehicles, damage it, cause them not be able to see, and do cause crashes. And, 
you know, I, I know we've had a couple serious injury crashes um, in the last few years where items have came out uh, off of a trailer, or out of a truck, and onto the roadway, and then somebody hits it, they swerve to avoid it, they roll over, comes through a windshield, those kind of things. So, um, you know, and like this morning now, Jeff, we, we uh, if you had a little moisture uh, on your vehicle and it got cold last night and then you're driving a pickup bed with one of those nice tonneau covers, those chunks of ice come flying off on, mm-hmm. on the road and into people's windshield, cra- actually cracking the windshield stuff. So, uh-huh. you know, if you see that on your car, clean it off before you leave. Um, if you're going to be hauling stuff, make sure you secure it good. And that doesn't mean just one strap across and give it a little tug. You should probably use multiple. If you can use one of those uh, uh, travel nets or even, um, you know, a tarp and, mm-hmm. and then put that to, to keep the debris out, whether it's brush, whether it's garbage, those kind of things. And then right now, I mean, right before I came in, we had another illegal dumping call where people are like, oh, I'm not going to, I need to get rid of this. They just drive out in the country and they dump it in a ditch or on the side of a road. And that, you know, that's that's somebody's backyard. Would you yeah. want that at your in your yard? So um catch those dumpers i i wish we could you know and i hate to say it but sometimes they're getting a little smarter they're not leaving their mail in the garbage Mm -hmm. bags you know so you can find out oh it's you and you go back and say hey we found your garbage and then they're like it wasn't mine and then you show them the mail they're like you got me (laughs) but here's your ticket exactly (laughs) and again i mean you know um, I know that the the landfill right now you have to make appointments, but it's still once you once you get logged mm-hmm. in um, or or get an account, it's really easy to do. Um, get your stuff out stuff out there and dump it the right way instead of you know muddying up and and making our beautiful rural country um, all tattered and. <laughs> It's just not. It's just not neighborly. Sheriff Troy Dunn is with us. Sheriff, I also want to ask you about the, uh, the county jail. The proposed mm-hmm. new county jail. We've talked about this for quite some time, and it's yeah. coming to a head. Uh, it looks like is it going to be decision time here in well, the uh, short term? Yeah, I. You know, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that within a month we we do have a decision. And I know I said that in the past, Jeff, that we are hoping to have something decided by February or March. And um, the commissioners asked us to look at a couple more options and. So we've done that, and so we'll be bringing that back to the county board on Tuesday, and then hopefully uh, uh, the week later at their uh, committee of the whole meeting, um, we'll we'll make a decision on what direction we're going, whether it's a new or renovating or you know they they said looking at the um, Steel County option and and merging with them. But um, so we're gonna present it all with them, and um, you know. Uh, the DOC will be there again. The DOC has been very involved with uh, with this, helping us and guiding us through, you know, what what's required, what's recommended, you know, and those kind of things. And they've been really helpful. And uh, when it comes down to the jails, um, you know, we need to make sure we're doing things the right way. And, um, you know, I, I use the analogy, you know, when you years ago when you, you'd uh, – watch the old westerns and and uh you know watch tv shows it's like okay you take them in the uh, throat you slam the door and then okay we're throwing away the key and you know um we've really come a long way um instead of changing you know jail to be um a way of public safety which is what it is but i think a lot of people 
um, you know, looked at it as a, a negative thing and it was a punishment. But we're trying to um, change people so that they don't want to come back and that they can give the programs that they need, the treatment that they need, so that we can put them back out in the community and make them positive, you know, interactive people in the community, make them good parents again, and uh, giving them the tools that they need to succeed. And um, so we've, we've really come a long way from what we used to do 30 years ago to where we are now. But where we are now with our 50-year-old jail, um, we can't provide a lot of those programs. We have a, a programming area about the size of this studio right here. And it's wow. hard to put, you know, 50 people through treatment programs and, and uh, GED and different things in a day when you have a room this small. Mm-hmm. And um, so, um, you know, I, it's, it's going to cost some money, there's no doubt, and, and we need to be uh, cautious in how we do it. But what we've learned over the year, this is the sixth study that uh, Rice County has gone through. And at the end of every study, they tell you, if you don't do this now, it's going to be expensive. It's going to get more expensive. It's going to continue to get more. And yes, we could have built a new jail 20 years ago and probably built it with the LEC for about 20 to 25 million. And now you're looking in the 40 to 50 million range. And that's because things get more expensive and if we put it off now it's going to be more expensive in five years so all right uh so that decision will come this month uh we're hoping we the uh county commissioners meet what twice a month yeah well they yeah so they have two work sessions and then they have two uh meeting of the whole so okay and they've the the meeting of the whole are the ones that they vote on you know resolutions and different things like that and then so this will be a work session where we'll present to them and then hopefully the following tuesday they'll vote all right all right uh anything else uh, going on in the sheriff's well, office well you know um I, I know we're gonna you said you're out on your motorcycle i think i'm gonna get the uh, county motorcycle out here pretty quick and get it warmed up and broke in so um hopefully we, we can start having our parades we'll have mm-hmm. memorial day parade coming up i'm sure and then uh and then all the summer festivals will start so we'll if if we keep keep going the right way with covid we're going to be back to a normal summer. So I appreciate everybody wearing their masks and following the guidelines. I know it's difficult. Believe me, um, you know, I'm, I'm with you. And, but the sooner we get this and uh, vaccinations like today, I think 800 vaccinations going on at the Rice County Government Center. So that's, that's a new record for us in a day. So that's, uh, it's great to see public health and we work with them and, we're more of like a traffic director out mm-hmm. there. I, I have staff over there and um, g- guiding people and monitoring people after their shots and different things. And, and I said to my deputies last week, I said, I think you need to put your traffic vests on so they see you out here. You know, <laughs> we're going to have people running in you with especially 800 people coming through in a day. So um, kudos to public health and kudos to our uh, citizens for, for uh, keeping us healthy and safe so that we can get back to normal this summer. All right. Uh, Sheriff, thank you so much for coming in. Jeff, thanks for having me again, and we'll see you next month. Sounds good. All right. Rice County Sheriff Troy Dunn. You're listening to 95.1 FM, AM 1080, KYMN, Northfield, Minnesota. Coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes.